If you have a laugh, click the share button. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> nice job, Lou. Hey, guys, this episode of the Garage Street Journal is brought to you by PETA's in Paradise, located on 3rd and Elk Avenue in beautiful fucking Crested Butte, Colorado. I cannot think of a better place to spend your happy hours. That's more than one happy hour. That's every day, three to six. Piles of people, buckets of fries, the only sports bar in town vegetarian shit i guess if that's what you're fucking into tell them the garage sent you that's it that's all we fucking got what do you want come on <laughs> move on let's go you are listening to america's least trusted podcast truth has always been essential to objective journalism luckily that's not us this entertainment can only be found on the garage street journal listener discretion is advised due to content language and potential nudity So, Rose and I found a new thing this mm. weekend. Tell me about it. Red Bull TV. Have you fucking checked that she shit out before? She was talking to me about this, and yeah, I've actually had Red Bull TV app for probably three years now. I'm sorry I, I haven't no told you. I had no fucking idea. That makes me a bad friend. That does make you a bad friend. Because it's fucking Pub sick. H, I, I just found out on no, no idea. fucking Saturday, you need to figure this shit out. I will. Red Bull TV, it's an app on my streaming device, which is a PS4. Yeah, I play video games. What's sure. up? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Big dick swinging. Front. What's up? <laughs> I do too. And uh, so anyways, we download fucking Red Bull TV. It's got all you need. Surfing, biking, uh, I mean, dancing. What I mean, whatever you want. Documentaries. Dancing can be very extreme. Okay. Eventually, uh, it can be, dude, with some swoopy cameras. S- some swing dancing. Some Oh, yeah. You're swing boys. people around. Swing yeah, high. Yeah. yeah. I wait. Excuse me. Swing boys, dude. Christian, swing. One of he Christian Bale's first high. movies where there are a bunch of Nazi kids, uh, and there's a bunch of non-Nazi kids who are secretly swing dancing, which is illegal, and that's how they fight the fucking Third Reich, dude. Oh, it's like, swing. is this Footloose? It's like Footloose yeah, in World War II. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's World a Nazi, War II Footloose. It's a yeah. Nazi version of Footloose. Cool. Yeah. I like that. And they Wait, end, are the Nazis the Footloose and people they, or and like the... Their the, slogan is Swing High. The Allies As opposed to... Um, footloose. Like, what? what Sieg Heil. Yeah, well, that was a cool story. On that. Okay. Um, so anyways, we downloaded the fucking Red Bull app and start wa- watching fucking downhill mountain bike races, World Sick. Cup downhill mountain yeah, bike dude. races. And, uh, so Rosa recently got into downhill, downhill fucking racing. racing. Yeah. She's really? going, yeah, she's doing pretty good. Um, by the time you hear this, she is in first place for the series. She won't know the that out. until after her last race. She's in first place for the series. Hell yeah, Rosa. And, um, she's had some good, good finishes never she hasn't finished first or whatever but like has had some good finishes overall yeah overall she's she's doing well so she's way into the fucking racing so we watch the fucking women's downhill racing oh yeah we also watch the men's but like we're we're keying off the women's downhill racing like rosa's stoked like oh look at this bitch do that or whatever you know she's fucking crushing some downhill is that a quote from rosa look at this bitch no that's me but (laughs) paraphrase paraphrase Um, just like your fiance yeah yeah, it really does look at this bitch Um, do that (laughs) um so there's this uh number one overall female in the world, in in World Cup downhill racing, is Tracy Hanna, and Rosa comes hauling ass into the Axtell building today, where we work at, and she goes, mix it, mix it, mix it, mix it, come here, come here, come here, and so I go outside, and she goes, who's that? 
And she's just pointing to this blonde girl with these kids just on the fucking sack drop. You know, that stupid yeah. fucking yeah, the, 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 thing the, you the jump off jump, of, bag the bag jump, jump yeah. the sack drop, the whatever you want to call it's it. The dry lands version of the blob. The dry <laughs> lands version of the blob. And she goes, is that fucking Tracy Hannah? And I'm like looking at her like, yeah, I guess. Yeah, sure. I guess it is. I don't know. It's short hair or whatever. And then so Rosa starts picking out all these like very specific things like, no, she's wearing the same shoes yeah, yeah. that I wear. And I know that I like her because she wears the same shoes that I wear. Not only is she like number one overall or whatever. She's got so, good so, style. She's got good style. Yeah, so, good, so that's how there's sponsorships style. out there. You know, you, yes. put, you put your gear on somebody and somebody else. Her and Rosa wear shit. the same shoes. On Saturday, Sick. we're watching like six hours of Women's Downhill World Cup. And this girl that keeps winning, Rosa's like, she's got the same shoes that I have. So that's awesome. did Rosa go talk to her idol? Uh, by herself? No. But with you? When I was standing there, I said, well, let's go find out if it's her. Yeah. And so we walked over there and I walk over and I go, hey, are you Hannah? And she looks at me and she goes, Tracy Hannah. And then Rosa goes, oh, my God, it's her. <laughs> <laughs> like, right, like, starts yeah, like, to fangirl. Completely yeah. fucking starstruck. Star yeah, awesome. As it turns out, it's the number one fucking female in the world in downhill fucking mountain bike racing. Are we having a comp here? What no, we're not having here? a comp. Apparently, she her, just likes good we talked biking? to her for a, a <laughs> brief. Out, yeah, it turns out. She's she likes into cool like places. sweet yeah. places with good mountain biking. But Rosa was completely fucking starstruck awesome. and just like sat there and smiled. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> little giggle. Got weird, yeah, as, yeah. Got weird like, as shit. Where are you racing at next? And she's like, oh, I'm racing here. You know, and I was like, all right, that sounds cool, man. Like, good luck. You big know? gulps, like, huh? <laughs> like, big gulps. Big gulps. <laughs> and Rosa goes, we wear the same shoes. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. I like it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Just fucking losing it. But it's kind of cool. Yeah, that's very cool. Very cool, man. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's the way I felt when we met Corolla. I just like smiled and like shook his hand and was like, thank you. Okay. Yeah, that was fun. Thank you. Thank you. You know who's in my top rotation of like who I'm wanted to meet right now is uh, Tony Hawk. For real? I've heard that Tony Hawk used to have a house here too. He did. Yeah. He was married to a local girl. Yeah, uh, they're not a thing anymore. He I guess married but... to a local. Yeah, guy. he. Uh, well, so were, so were the rest of us. I wrote. I wrote him an email. <laughs> Did one, you? Yeah, I was like, "Hey, Tony, I heard you used to live in Crested Butte, <laughs> and that's all." I said. He helped design our skate park here. That's kind of how our interaction with with uh, Tracy Hannah yeah. went today. <laughs> he never wrote back, but uh, not yet. Would, not yet. Have you maybe... seen his Instagram account? Oh yeah, it's that's phenomenal. That's why, dude. I fucking yeah. love him, dude. Uh, I'm yeah, just yeah. like, yeah, man, Tony. He used to be when I was like a punk rock skater kid, I'd be like, what a fucking sellout, man. Birdhouse boards suck, dude. And I'm like, you know, almost 30, and I'm watching his Instagram account, and I was like, you seem like a cool guy, yeah, man. Yeah, Tony's <laughs> rad, like, man. Like, holy shit, you just figured out how to become rich skateboarding? What a fucking legend, dude. Hell yeah, it's I gotta, Absolutely. I got to be dream. honest, uh, um, She responded to us as if she was like, why do these people think I'm famous? Oh, like, yeah. That was her reaction to us. Yeah. Which I thought was like, Pretty hilarious. Also, I gotta I gotta be honest, I was a little bit like, Yeah, this is fucking cool. Totally. Like I wasn't like Well, it's someone at the top of whatever game they're a part of. Did you ask I mean, her that's, like, that's impressive. Did you ask her to like breathe on your face? No. Like, like, yeah, hey, ask her just... for a, a lock of her hair. Can <laughs> we, <just>, we <laughs> breathe on my face real quick? Her kids are uh, like, I just want to suck in the same air that came out of your lungs. That'd be really neat. <laughs> I asked her where she was racing next and I said, Good luck. Yeah. Hell yeah. Smooth. I wish I was that cool with fucking Corolla. Corolla, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> But cool. she's kind of a fucking big deal. It was cool. Yeah. Well, 
Anyways, <laughs> hey guys, you're listening to the Garage Street Journal. My name is Mixon. And I'm Slank. I'm Papa H. And here on the Garage Street Journal, we like to give you that weird back page news. The funny shit that you're not going to find just anywhere. And we're going to pass it on over to our buddy Slank. He Hello. will weave us a majestic tale. And we will have some fun breaking it down. And we hope you do too. See, I like that. He had my back. Like, I fucked up my part, so he got his part right. Yeah. And, and it's like... <laughs> that's it's, why there's three of us. That's yeah. why there's three of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slank, Whenever one say? tripod leg fails, the other two will support the other <laughs> Oh, yes. <one>. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It is science. <laughs> <laughs> That's physics, right? Anyways, well, ladies and gentlemen, we are here asking for your support. And the way you can do so is, first and foremost, follow us on Facebook and on Instagram. Also, downloading all of our episodes. Just go through the whole catalog. Download yeah, them. download them all. Um, Every day. The next thing you can do when you find yourself chuckling, what do you want them to do, Sean? Share. Share it. You know, hit, the, hit that little button, that share button, spread it on over to a friend. Yeah. Or someone you've never met. Just grab them by the collar and say, hey, you're going to need this. I gotta, you need this. I got to be honest. I didn't know the share thing was an option. Really? Just been sharing. Oh, just yeah, Just been sharing. Just it's been super sharing. easy. Just just text it to somebody and say, hey, this was kind of funny. Uh, how's your day going? Yeah. Boom. It's, yeah. it's that easy. And, uh, and the we, thing is, we is really you, appreciate if it. If you only ask how's their day going, they're going to see right through the facade that you're a fake friend. Ooh. You have to share the episode. Otherwise, that's, that's the only way it comes across genuine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so do what you can, journalists. It's your duty to get this show to continue to grow. And it is growing quite a bit, actually, surprisingly. We appreciate it. Um, finally, not finally, the next thing on the docket, guys, is you can write to us at the garage street journal at gmail.com. That's where we are wanting your articles. That's where we are wanting your questions because we do have an advice section. As long as you send a question, we'll give you some advice. Hell yeah. Uh, that's where if you think that there's like a movie series or whatever you want us to review, we'll review it. Uh, just get in touch with us there. And that honestly is while you can send it to our Facebook and our Instagram, it's really nice when it comes to what recording night, if it's all concentrated in one place and the email is the best place to do that. So sending us your articles that you think would be good for us to cover via the garage street journal at gmail.com. Next <laughs> thing on the, on the order here guys is we're on Patreon. And what that means is now you finally have a place to get rid of your money. Finally, uh, finally yeah. you've been, you've been saving it. Other for than Amazon. You've been putting it in your bank stupidly for so Giving long. Giving it to Amazon. They got plenty of money. Yeah. They don't need that money. Yeah. You know who does need that money? Not Jack. Jeff Bezos. My dog. Is the dog in the garage and the boys in the garage. Send us your money through our Patreon account. That'd be much appreciated. If you do so, we'll break into Kat's apartment and steal an old shirt. Then, finally, <laughs> we are on iTunes and Google Play. As you know, when you're listening to us, please hit five stars and write us a little review. I mean a lot. That helps. It helps a lot. Uh, take your friend's phone, give us five stars, make them subscribe to us. So, anyways, that all being said, here's the show. Hey, Slank, I uh, have yeah. this distant memory. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh, paint me a picture. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm looking in my crystal ball here. <laughs> and <laughs> I think there's this person that, like, maybe or maybe not sneaks on the planet. I'm fucking ready. Maybe not has depression and maybe or maybe not, like, uh, goes to jail. Like, we really don't know. Really like... Here we are four four days later, still not knowing. I have no idea, but Marilyn? Yeah. Hello? Ugh. Are you out there? I'm curious. Yeah. She here, and here she is. Once again, guys, this is brought to us by sfgate.com. Author, 
Joe Eskenazi. Thank you, Joe, for your wordy article. Thank you, Joe. Thanks for the contribution wordy Joe. to wordy our Joe. show. That's different from what you did. The SAT. And it, it is clear that it's different. Yeah. Yeah. The woman who smuggled herself. Day. That's, that's or, the name of his article? Yes. Huh. Is this, part, time. is this part four or part five? I think this is part five. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. We need to We need to wrap this in. up. Yeah. Okay. Woman sneaks on planes. Uh, has got maybe some mental health issues. Thinks that people are putting her up to it. She gets a uh, debatable loose, loose footed. You know, wants to get out of blames Obama. Wants to dodge, dodge, get the hell out of dodge, if you will. Yeah. Um, does she have siblings? She says so. The siblings say nothing really. Um, has she been arrested? Yes. Does she spend time in jail? No. Does she want to? We think so. Uh, that kind of catches you up. If you really want to know more about Meryl, you're going to have to go back to the very beginning because this Maryland. saga is going to be ideally wrapped up today. I know it will. It We're will done be. with this. Prior to Hartman, the last stowaway to amuse the nation by sneaking onto a plane was Charles McKinley. He was the New York savant who in 2003 mailed himself to his parents' Dallas <laughs> area Home. He was busted when inexplicably he emerged from the crate in Slank the is presence. A savant editor. Yes. He is. Article reader. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Idiot article reader, is what you said. <laughs> savant no, editor. I did not hear that part. Idiot I just article heard reader. Savant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. From the crate in the presence of a delivery man. But most always, stories do not end so humorously. The Federal Aviation Administration reports a fatality rate of roughly 80% of stowaway attempts wow. in airplane landing gear. Wait, Whoa. I'm sorry. That's 80% successful? No, 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 no. Fatality. Fatality. People, oh, well, in the landing gear, that, yeah, that makes it's sense. a bad place to try to do it. Fatality. In. Yeah, also, well, it's, I mean, not, it's pressurized. not pressurized. <laughs> Fucking yeah, idiots. I mean, yeah. And it's like, cold. Yeah, you Apparently, can survive uh, that. Corolla had a story recently about a guy that tried to stow away on some landing gear, and then when they landed, he just fell out as an yeah. ice block. Yeah. That's actually probably how most people die. All right, guys, if well, you are playing not... Garage Street Bingo, Sean did reference a Corolla episode. So yep. Take a <laughs> yep. shot. Take a shot. Um, I'm not saying that they fall out as an ice block or whatever, but they get caught up in the gear. They sure. fall out accidentally. It ain't pretty. You know? like, I think yeah. the only person to successfully do it was Arnold Schwarzenegger in the movie Commando, but, actually, which was sense, a true yeah. story. Yeah, oh, based yeah, on one. Yeah, exactly. Sure. You can you know, they survive. Took Hollywood. It, was do- it was a documentary. Hollywood glitzed it up a little bit, yeah. but yeah, mostly, yeah. Uh, and those are just the instances in which a body was recovered. The perimeter fences of even first world airports have proved to be alarmingly permeable. In April of last year, a I'm fi- sorry, permeable, permeable, permeable. Yeah, you can get on through. Yes, it's like a it's like a screen door. In April, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> you look confused. He I'm just doesn't like the word as to why that is an option. You know, all the shit they put us through in fucking security, and right. then I can just walk through the fence? Well, not you. Some people You can. understand what I'm saying, you I, piece I of get shit. The point. <laughs> like, it's possible. Anyways, fucking read the article. In April of last year, a 15-year-old boy miraculously survived a San Jose to Maui flight in a wheel well in 2012. I did, I did read about that, yeah. In 2012... A state-of-the-art perimeter detection system of John F. Kennedy Airport in New York was breached by a stranded jet skier who hopped a fence and ambled across two runways. I'm sorry, was that jet skier? Yes. Like the like the wave the runner. Water, like a wave runner, yeah. Like in 64. Oh. Like yeah. that game? That yeah, game is wave, so good. Wave, wave runner? Something yeah. like that. 
Hartman's repeated foiling of the TSA screeners and airline personnel hardly inspires public confidence in aviation oversight. For those predisposed to discuss or to distrust government supervision of our airports, she is living proof of widespread ineptitude. Jeffrey Price, a professor of aviation management at Metropolitan State University of Denver, offers a different reading, though. Hartman's antics, he says, present a very minor security issue. Yes, she sneaked past distracted guards into places she wasn't supposed to be, but she never did so without being screened. At no point did Hartman ever lug any contraband through an airport. This isn't a safety issue, Price says. It's a procedural one. Huh. What does that have to do with price of fucking eggs, dude? So she didn't like pull well, the wool over. Like, this is kind of to our point in the last episode. All these people are letting her through in a way, like she's making it through because she's not really doing anything wrong. She's not trying to smuggle anything. She's not trying to hurt anyone. I think old white lady gets you pretty far. Absolutely, but and, it and, is wrong. Well, <laughs> there's I, fucking rules in right. this society. God damn you it! Buy your airplane tickets. God damn it, Marilyn. Correct, correct. But she makes it through because. No bombs, no weapons of any kind, no, no drugs of any kind, no, no ID, cash. no plane tickets. So, so like, you know what it means? Nobody can make a buck off of her. Do you have a? Uh, She's just you, a nuisance. It's <laughs> like it's like uh, you know the the random fly that gets in your house, and you're like, it's December. How did a fly get in that? I don't know if we've done this joke yet, but let's give it a shot. I'll show up to the airport, no ID, no fucking plane ticket. <laughs> let's see where I get. I think that'd be great. We should uh, definitely do that. Excuse me, ma'am. Do, do you have your plane ticket? No, I don't. Oh, oh plane ticket. Oh, but, well, guess I what else not. I what else I don't have is drugs. I don't have them or bombs. Well, that checks out. Go on through. All right, yeah, <laughs> I yeah. I do. I do have oatmeal go cookies kick it though. Chilies. <laughs> yeah. It's also a throwback to the golden age of sneaking onto planes in the pre nine eleven days. When were those golden ages? Pre pre nine eleven wow. days. Wow. It was actually pretty easy, says Price. People would buy plane tickets and hawk them in newspaper classified sections. Nobody checked your ID at the gate. Yeah, no fucking shit. Like, I, you could get to the gate pre-9-11. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, that makes sense. Especially but post-9-11, has she boarded a plane post-9-11? Yeah, all of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, then, okay, what's, <laughs> all right, what are we talking about then? Bryce had college buddies who economized on their vacations by chipping in on one ticket and then having the buyer distract the gate agent while everyone else sneaked through. Hartman's success rate is low and her methods aren't innovative. What's exceptional, Price concludes, is she's doing this in this day and age. I'm not sure any of that made sense. Well, so it, he was it, talking about how he used to sneak onto planes because him and his buddies would buy one ticket. And then, yeah, I understand. And then... Um, what he's saying is it was easy. Back before 9-11, it was easy. Now it's yeah. hard, and she's doing it. She's not always successful, but she is every once in a while, and that's impressive. The exceptional part of this whole thing is that she's able to do it today. Still, he says, more than half seriously, the TSA could do worse than employing Hartman to test screeners. Ooh. Oh, maybe that's what they're doing. But it's not like the hacker industry where you hack into the FBI database, and then they hire you. At the end of the day, I didn't know that's how the FBI got their people. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's how. That's how they. That's how you get. I've been wanting to get a job at the FBI. In fact, remember an old story that I told a while ago is that a guy at the ski shop who I was setting yeah. up gear for handed me his card. He's like, "I work for the FBI. Hit me up sometime." I thought that's how you got a job at the FBI. But if I, this is telling me that if I was to call that guy, he'd be like, "Well, have you hacked into our database yet?" I uh, know I wasn't. Click. 
Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't don't, aware that I... Oh, don't fucking oh, talk to me until you hack into dead. our database, yeah. chump. Yeah. At the end of the day, what truly impresses air security experts and make this serial stowaway an object of media fascination isn't Hartman's methodology. It's her American tenacity. Ooh. What exactly does that mean? American She's tenacity. An all, all American tenacity. Right. Yeah. If you have to ask, you're you don't from got China. It. Okay, you so don't she has it. depression, PTSD, and, and no, American tenacity. You're skipping, you're yep. glossing over the tenacity part and really focusing out on the bummers. You know, uh, mixing. <laughs> you're really focusing on the bummers, yeah. and right now we want to focus on the tenacity. Yeah, so. and, and She's got what you would call it. Yeah. Mm. First round draft pick. Mm-hmm. Mm. How many? How many? No good in the combine, but she's got it. How many times have mm. you snuck onto a plane? Uh, that's zero. No tenacity, you mm. fucking pussy. <laughs> yep. You from China? Maryland's got uh, all American tenacity. You got nothing. Fuck, man. That's that's rough. <laughs> Perhaps it was inevitable that Hartman would find her way to Florida, the nation's curio shop and greatest repository. Repository. Oh, thank, thank you, you wordy guy. Re- repository <laughs> of weirdness. It took this February visit, which ended at the Nas- Nassau County Jail, for Hartman's tale to achieve reality TV. <laughs> he hates that city. Transcendence. That was when she managed to convince the driver of a Jacksonville airport shuttle transporting guests to the elite Omni Amelia Island Plantation Resort Whoa. that she was a guest named Maria Sandgren. She would subsequently check into a $300 a night villa under the same fake name. That actually seems quite reasonable for a villa. So far, that's the most interesting sentence out of the entire fucking article. <laughs> is, that was when she managed to convince a driver of a Jacksonville airport shuttle transporting guests to the elite Omni Amelia Island Plantation Resort that she was a guest named Maria Sandgren. She would subsequently check into a $300 a night villa under the same fake name. Wow. Dope. Good for her. Sandgren, however, is quite a real person and was a participant in the Biggest Loser Resort program. (laughs) Harmon was eventually discovered Goldilocks style in a room she shouldn't have been in. This porridge is too cold. Is what I understand. Very good. Yes, Goldie. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's they exactly Goldilocks. They open up this villa and like things are broken. Like you yeah. know, like the beds are. She's got all three the... bowls of soup out. <laughs> They're all just tasted. Her arresting officer. There's bears can... everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Her... Her arresting officer concluded this report with this caveat. It should be noted that while interviewing Mrs. Hartman, she advised that she traveled from Minnesota to Jacksonville on a flight with no boarding pass or airline ticket. Hartman told me, however, that she flew to Jacksonville from Nashville, where someone left a flight ticket to Florida. So, like what we said earlier, like an episode, just like it was left. All this, she says, constituted a sinister conspiracy. She was plagued by a snitch cellmate looking to set up a celebrity case. A snitch villamate. Cellmate. Oh, I'm sorry. I misunderstood. A snitch cellmate looking to set up a celebrity case. Her lawyer said she would railroad her into lengthy incarceration. They are going to put me into a nut house very soon. I will be locked up. I thought... One could only hope so. I thought oh, she wanted this. to be locked up. Yeah. I don't get... Marilyn, you are a confusing woman. You are, Listen, 
but I would love to kick it with you and go on a vacation because you yeah. sound fun. Also, you could probably get us into some dope places yeah, pretty yeah. cheaply. Marilyn knows what's up. Yeah. yeah. She's like, this way. I know the door guy. <laughs> yeah, right? That's Hartman's mantra, but it never comes to pass. Prosecutor after prosecutor and judge after judge have apparently deemed that Hartman's mere existence is already a life sentence. And so her NASA, NASA County public defenders in a rather inspired bit of lawyering managed to have Hartman's felony fraud charge reduced to a misdemeanor before getting their client declared mentally unstable and freed outright. That's their job. Yep. But in Hartman's eyes, this too was part of the dark plan. Oh, the we're, calling plan. It, we're calling it the dark plan. Oh, now dark we're getting plan. interesting. Yeah. After her charges were dismissed and she was released, key cards to the Omni Resort magically materialized in her purse. Those were not in there when I was arrested. Huh. Okay. So this is where Obama comes in with yeah. the setup. Yeah, I hope yeah. so. They're like, Marilyn, we're going to need you. Otherwise. Stop dicking around in the resort. We're going to need you in Hawaii ASAP. ASAP. Otherwise, we're going to be disappointed. Yeah. And that gets you far, dude. If you're a parent, you know that the disappointing line is the yeah. move. Otherwise, we will be disappointed. Yeah. We're not mad. Just disappointed. Mm-hmm. And so, before Unseen Hands could do her any wrong, any more wrong, Hartman walked right out of the homeless shelter at the First Assembly of God Church in Fernandina Beach which her public defenders had driven her to and caught the first cab she could back to Jacksonville. And this left Pastor Ed Schick, whoever that is, the <laughs> proprietor of the church and homeless shelter, sorely disappointed. Someone told me she flew all over the world for free, he says. Isn't that amazing? I wanted to meet her and find out how she did it. I always wanted to go to Italy and Germany. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> for free. The dude who was running the homeless shelter was just like... He's like, Marilyn, what's like, your secret? He was like, oh, it's my weekend. Sounds so I never sick. got to meet Marilyn. Yeah. Comes in on a Monday and he's like, all right, where is she? Where's Marilyn? I want to <laughs> meet this Houdini. I want to meet this magician. Oh, she just bounced, dude. Damn. Come on now. Are you serious? I wanted to go Great to White Buffalo. Italy and Germany. <laughs> on May 7th in Cook County, a bewildered Judge William Rains peered down... Another character that we're just meeting right here. A bewildered judge. Yeah, bewildered judge William Raines peered down from the bench at the woman before him and posited the question. Why not just ask the question? (laughs) To which nobody has yet formulated an answer. I want it to be noted that I caught this from the beginning. beginning. The judge is bewildered. You don't have to be such an an asshole about about it. it. (laughs) You're wrong. (laughs) I'm right. Go on. Miss Hartman, he said, what am I supposed to do? But some questions don't have answers. Marilyn Jean Hartman's life is in a holding pattern. She just wants to fly, period. And she'll try again and again and again until she's grounded for good. That's the end. End of article. Oh! Hey, we did it! Hey, congratulations, Garage. (laughs) That's it, guys. Hey, you were listening to the Garage Street Journal. We're done with the show. (laughs) We really appreciate the past two two plus years of support you've been given to us. Yeah. Um, we're done. We did it. Congratulations. (laughs) I'm so glad that we learned exactly how she did it. (laughs) 
Yeah. I 100%. Mean, she, she let all the secrets go. And by the way, if you're listening right now, don't just tell everybody. Yeah. You yeah. know, if you want free flights to Hawaii or whatever, yeah. you just got to look like an old lady and, and not carry drugs around. Well, you know what really surprised me of this article, which, uh, which went into explicit detail of how she did certain things, mm-hmm. was the bodies that she buried. Oh, so that many bodies. That part was quite fascinating. Yeah. So many bodies. I remember reading that part uh, throughout the past five or six weeks. Uh, just being like, wow, Marilyn, I thought you were just a stowaway, but also you've been burying She's bodies. not a killer, but don't push her. Yeah. You know, yeah. the craziest part was that she was a professional laser tag. Unreal. Uh, that competitor. Is, that I didn't is, even that know that was incredible. a thing. Yeah. So that's where she got all her money Short this whole time. Yeah. CFL. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Impressive. Who knew that an old lady could play Canadian football? <laughs> this woman. <laughs> I mean, the... It's an it's unbelievable this life that she's led. Did you know that she was the original, uh, the original screenwriter for Forrest Gump? I did not. Yeah, she wrote that. I must have breezed right past that. I blew my mind. That you is know, amazing. on a real note, I assume this is how everybody felt that read this article. How disappointing. <laughs> Is this? Well, there, there were some gems. There were some interesting stuff in were here. Were there? Yeah, for sure. The main question is here. Real quick, I'm going to press file print, find out really just how many pages this thing is. Uh, print this motherfucker up. Let's see. Okay. 11. 11 wow. pages. 11 pages. This is a fucking thesis. Hey, Wordy Joe. Nice <laughs> job, buddy. Wordy someone, Joe. Someone got their master's. Someone got their master's degree. I hope Joe got paid. I think he. I hope Marilyn got paid. Joe Eskenazi, you you for sure did very well on your SAT literature section. <laughs> Great yeah, job with yeah. all of those words. Great job, Joe. Uh, it was not distracting at all. Joe might be the hero of the week. Not uh, only that. I disagree, but go ahead. Joe, I did not like, I'm not going to lie, Joe. I had to read your article. I did not like the words you chose some of the times. However, I will say this. You were very thorough. He Joe Slank's a bit of a simpleton. I really enjoyed it. Hey, Thank you. Hey, Joe, uh, thorough with nothing. Thank you for that. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Thorough with nothing. Yeah. Quite literally. Um, the, it turns out the BuzzFeed article, whatever it was that turned us on to Maryland, was just enough. Just <laughs> enough. Um, just to wrap this up for a second here, um, we kind of needed an asshole or a hero, especially with an article like this. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm going, Joe, you're an asshole. Ooh. Nobody likes your words. All right. no, I do, but I get where you're going with this. All right, hero, Maryland. We got to give it to Obama. I was thinking the, <laughs> the the one homeless sheltered dude that wanted to. That guy was fire. funny. Yeah, yeah. That, that guy was that guy was chill. I wish that we had eleven more pages on him. Yeah, I wish we had eleven pages on the one dude that wanted to do what Merrill had done. Merrill had done. Yeah. So um, that's what I vote. You know what? I'm gonna stick with it, Merrill. You're still my hero. It's impressive what you've done. I, I feel for you, honey. I'm blown away. I feel bad for the torment that you obviously years, lived through. 30 years of flying for free. Marilyn, that's impressive. That is pretty cool. And, that, and, and you didn't hurt that's anybody. That's true. And everybody knows that you're just trying to, you know, be a gypsy. Yeah. That's cool. You know, now for those of us who have who have read this, for those of us who have listened to this episode, you now have something very... Very utterly pointless. You could bring up at the next cocktail party. <laughs> you can really, and the people will be at the edge of their seat. They'd be like, "And what happened?" You'd be like, "I don't really I know. Don't know. <laughs> no idea. No idea." I can tell you literally everything up until like now, and still, like there's little snippets, but I don't really know. I'm she, assuming she's going to do it again. Oh yeah, she might be on your next flight. You'll she be might, sitting next to a nice old lady, and she, that's probably Marilyn. If I'm sitting to a nice old lady, I'm going to look at her and go, "Are you Marilyn? Is your Are name you, Marilyn? Yeah, Marilyn, is that you?" 
And if she responds there? with any other name but Marilyn, I'm going to assume she is That's lying. Yeah, yeah, you're Marilyn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Marilyn. Yeah, exactly. Marilyn, how'd you do it? It's going to be like said. that scene in Bridesmaid. I was just about to say that, dude, when she said like, Hey, just got to say, appreciate your work. I do not know what you're talking about, man. <laughs> it's going to be like that. It's going to be like, yeah, you Marilyn. Just can't wait. Yeah, cool. Well, that's over. Thanks, Thank Marilyn. Thank you so much for what you've provided us, Marilyn. Tune in next week when we have... A whole new article to dive deep so into. Deep. We will be diving deep into many articles for the foreseeable future. Let's, oh, yeah. let's hope it doesn't take five episodes. Deceit. I'm sorry. I already fucked up. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Deception. Deceit. Murder. Investigations. Globally unknown phenomenon and occurrences. With little work and preparation. The garage dives in to give you their best version of the truth. This is Unsolved Mysteries. Hey, bestlife.com. <laughs> best Sorry, life online. Bestlifeonline.com. Um, that is your source for Unsolved Mysteries this particular week. I just want to start off with saying that there's a photo um for this article with a it's a crow with a duck's bill i think just belly up you ever seen a crow with a yellow beak it huh. doesn't exist i think it's a blackbird oh yeah that's, that's they are a, different that's not a thing okay <laughs> no uh paul mccartney saying about it it's a thing do you want to keep going sure yeah. okay anyways on new year's eve in 2010 in a small town of bb Arkansas, 5,000 blackbirds freaked out and slammed into buildings, telephone poles, and trees, dying instantly. Wait, that's like a that's a scene from like a horror movie, man. Yeah, it's like that one movie with that one dude that makes yeah. these kind of movies. Birds. Birds. Yes. That's okay, crazy. So in a small town, 5,000 birds at, like instantaneously spasmed, and what, what did it say? It slammed into buildings? And yeah. telephone poles. And telephone poles and trees dying instantly. That's like that Mark Wahlberg movie blah, where blah, nature's blah. making people kill each yeah, other yeah. and themselves, except the birds did it. 5,000. I mean, like, lemmings hurl themselves off cliffs in droves of thousands. Maybe blackbirds will do the same thing. Huh. It was disconcerting when it happened, but at least there was a plausible explanation. What? Celebratory fireworks had spooked the birds, according to Arkansas officials, causing them to fly, quote, unquote, all over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a one-time Hold on, occurrence don't get too technical on us now. that would never happen again. Yeah, 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 it was fireworks. It was fire. It was fireworks. Oh, shit. Uh, Greg, did you see the bird thing? How could I not? The entire town saw the bird thing. Listen, everyone's going to be panicked. Everyone's going to be freaking out. Let's just tell them those fireworks. Except it happened the very next year. No fucking way. On the same day? On New Year's Eve in 2011, oh, despite the ban on fireworks in BB, to make sure there weren't any more mass bird casualties. Dude, I just got goosebumps. I'm not fucking kidding. Yeah, you should, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Only 200 birds died this time, but that didn't make it any less bizarre. Birds are dying. Well, I would say it made it about 
4,800 birds less bizarre. <laughs> yes. Give or take. Well, Man. okay, so salmon. I'm about to solve this mystery. I'm about to crack it right, wide Ooh, open. Here we go. So salmon. I'm listening. They live one full year on the dot. Okay. They are born in the river. They swim to the ocean. They hang out for a little bit. And yeah. They swim right back up yeah. and they die right where they were from. Are blackbirds similar to salmon? You get what I'm saying? Like these blackbirds. So when the blackbirds try to swim upstream, they drown (laughs) because they're meant to fly and not swim. They're in stupid areas. Yeah, they're dumb bird areas. They're dumb. Theorists developed crazy ideas, as they usually do. (laughs) Like birds were related to salmon. (laughs) (laughs) That the bird deaths were actually ominous omen about the Mayan calendar. Oh shit. Signaling the end of the world. That That makes the most sense. That was a comma and then another comma. It's not it's not it's not going well over here. (laughs) In the uh, (laughs) bestlive.com. Which of course turned out not to be true. Well (laughs) you know I'm having trouble reading this. Actually I'm gonna I'm gonna back it up for just a fucking second. And start that all over I'm again. Because a truck now with I'm going to read it as if it was written to, uh, in a way that I can read it. Theorists develop crazy ideas, as they usually do for unsolved mysteries, that the bird deaths were an ominous <laughs> omen about the Mayan calendar, oh, that's really signaling smooth. the end of the world, <laughs> so which smoother. of course turned out to not be true. What? Parentheses, hey, the apocalypse didn't come, did it? No. We don't know, actually. Blackbird apocalypses did, though. But no explanations that really made sense. Also, why would it start in Arkansas? Now, I'm taking this, like, uh, it's, a, it's a play from your playbook mix-in of, like, why you? Why What makes what makes this tiny right. town in Arkansas so special? Why the apocalypse, end of days in the Mayan calendar. Right here. In, the, in Arkansas. I completely agree. Like, but we're going to take a short break from the action to say, just fashion now. You can click here to shop for <laughs> shoes in your area. This is your pop-up ad. <laughs> If birds were freaked out by for fireworks, why weren't New Year's Eve bird de- bird deaths? Uh, that is a that's a tongue twister. Why weren't New Year's Eve bird deaths more common? If birds were freaked out by fireworks, why weren't New Year's Eve bird deaths more common? They sound like the guy on the corner of the sidewalk. Jesus Christ! It's the End of days. Fucking worse. End of days. Is this what you deal with all the time? When I was a younger man, we used to shoot fireworks at birds and then stick them <laughs> up our butts. Asses, but whatever. Yeah. We're trying to be more PG thirteen. And how to explain the second year in a row of birds falling from the sky. You know, I got this to say. It doesn't really sound like the birds fell from the sky until they hit a pole or a tree or a window, sure. a skyscraper, a car, whatever. Ooh, so right. you're saying maybe the answer to this unsolved mystery is re- they have clean windows. I mean, maybe. So that what that, I was that in, town is really into clean windows. Sixth grade, bird flew right into the window. Yeah. Had the whole imprint of the bird on totally. the window. You know what I'm <laughs> I've saying? I've seen that. <laughs> yeah. It's wild. Those feathers are greasy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sure and those are. birds don't know what windows are. No. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. It hasn't happened since, but the mystery of all the mystery of what killed all those BB remains a chilling riddle and one of 
the grimmer mysteries of the world. Now I'm not sure that is true. <laughs> of the, the world. Mis- yeah, that is would. Is this the grimmest mystery would, of I, our I, world? I would, I would put that up pretty high. 5,200 birds yeah. in two years yeah. died in a small town in Arkansas. That is interesting. Pretty grim, too. Yeah. Don't sugarcoat but, it. But yeah. you, know, you know, there was a thing not called Chernobyl, the Holocaust. Not the that, Holocaust. That was, yeah, yeah. Well, those yeah. aren't mysteries. Not the slave trade with the oh, fucking Dutch. Not a mystery. It's a good point. So here's the thing. But it's yeah. grimmer. It didn't Remember say fucking that guy... mysteries. It said grimmer mysteries. I mean, come on. But mystery nonetheless. Oh, fuck you. Now, rem- right. remember, right. remember, guys, uh, like two years ago, that one guy who killed a bunch of girls in, in California in the 70s, he was caught and he turned out to be a policeman. Remember this? That was a mystery. And that was one of the grimmer mysteries of the world. But Pretty now, grim. But now that mystery's been solved, so the bird one got moved up a You notch. know what I think is a pretty grim mystery? How is Marilyn Manson ever popular? The it's pretty grim. Is, all right, so... Uh, That's a huge sidebar, Sean. We're focusing it's on a mystery. birds. It's a mystery. Listen, no one knows listen, why. His music's wanna... not good. He's a weirdo. I'm just saying. All right, old I, man. I don't want to distract too much, but I just clicked on the link for JustFashionNow.com. <laughs> okay, oh, thank sure. goodness. Women authentic leather platform shoes, $38.89. Can you find a deal better than that? You can't afford not to buy those. <laughs> Back to what you were saying, Slay. I'm just saying I want us to focus on the fucking birds. And it's a pretty grim oh. mystery. Because when will what if if it starts with birds, what's next? Fish, chipmunks. Is it fish? Yeah, of course it's fish. Fish fi- fall from the sky all the time. Are you? That's true. Me? Down in Mexico, that's yeah. true. And they call that a miracle. Arkansas. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Okay. Well, uh, so I think we solved it. Really clean windows. Yeah. Is the answer. Yeah. Mystery solved. Yeah, I agree. Nice okay. work, guys. Done. Good. Holy shit. And if it's not that. It shall remain. Oh, unsolved mysteries. <laughs> <laughs> An unsolved mystery. Hey, Slink. Yeah. My ass, your f- fucking headline, bro. It, of course. To leave? No, I want you yeah. to stay here. I uh, don't feel comfortable. I don't feel comfortable What's when it's just smell? me and him. <laughs> that is, that's way nasty. That is You news. know, actually, you want to know what that smell that is? That smell is news. That smell is our headline. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here it is. It's a stinky one. Coming to us from allthatsinteresting.com. All that is interesting or all that's interesting? All that, well, it's like it's an abbreviated version of okay, all that so is interesting. All that is interesting. All that's interesting is the actual web. The, like, if you were to type in all that is interesting.com, it it's all- not going to. It's not going to take you to the fucking no, website, on, Sean. I'm on. citing the source here, and it's all that's interesting. No, but is it <laughs> wait, wait, all? Wait. No, is it all that's interesting, or is it all that's interesting? Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, all that's interesting. Oh shit. Okay. Like, I thanks get what for sharing. All that's interesting. But let's get to the I headline. Ins- I interpreted it as everything on the page is interesting. All that is interesting. Except all for that- the website is it's is all that's interesting.com. <laughs> all that is interesting. No, that's not the website. Oh. All that's interesting.com. Hey Slank. Like, all that is interesting. It's like all that's interesting, but how about the headline? Okay. <laughs> you got it. This article is written by Marco. Margaritoff. That's Don't a fake name. Margaritoff. Yeah. Come on. Margaritoff. Marco Margaritoff. Thank hey, you, Marco. Hey, call me Marco Margaritoff, you know? Yeah. yeah. Margaritoff, your mom. Trust you. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. The headline, my friends, man mauled and preserved as food by bear oh. survives a month in yeah. its den. I heard this. This is the most metal thing we've ever covered. <laughs> How do bur- birds... I'm sorry, we're on this. Yeah, we're talking bears. We're talking bears now. 
bears preserve food. They just, um, like, kill it. They're actually, here's what you don't know about bears. Phenomenal picklers. That's true. <laughs> they make great jams. Yep. Very good, yeah, very good do, at pickling. They <laughs> yeah. They're the Human ones. Human jam, you ever had some? They're the it's delicious, nice. yeah. yeah. yeah they're the nice. ones who invented the mason jar and then oh, submerging it into. Peanut butter and human jam sandwich? Love them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? <laughs> delicious. We're just bears hanging out Did doing you, bear things. You know, I, here, if I could just go ahead shoot a guess here. Yeah. The bear nibbled, and so did the man. Oh, so like the, the bear was eating the man, but luckily the man was also the eating was a like, sandwich hey, at the same yeah, time. Exactly. <laughs> so, it's like so, human so, jam. And I mean, come so, on, man. That's so, good shit. The, so what the bear was eating yeah. away from the man, luckily the man was also eating yeah, something. The man exactly. was like... So we were, we were just... <laughs> you ever make jerky out of this? It's delicious. It's, it's like when you're eating Meanwhile, a sandwich. The, bear, the bear's eating his haunch. Right. <laughs> it's like when you're eating a sandwich while pooping. I mean, it's it's a it's a zero. You're breaking it's, even there. Yeah, that ain't bad. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Just saying. Well, yeah, okay, okay. If you want me to clear it up a little bit, it, it's it's a bit of a if you're peeing while you're drinking a beer, which is one of the most satisfying things on the planet, by the delicious. way. Or or like, like when you're, you're at eating, a urinal and you're drinking like a you're beer eating, while you're peeing and you're like, yep. Or like when you're getting eaten by a bear, but you're yeah. eating a sandwich at yes. the same time. Yeah, yeah. Salami, saying, you know. Yeah. Human food goes under-recognized. Okay, read the it article. It does, it does. Yeah. Okay, fuck, that's unreal. That's deeper than you thought. <sighs> Don't pretend Radiance. like you've never had a sandwich on the toilet. Yeah, human peanut butter sandwich is delicious. <laughs> okay, here we go. The Russian wilderness is so expansive. Of course it's in fucking Russia. Jesus. Where else would this happen? Yeah, I don't know. Nowhere else. Jesus. Canada. It's kind of like Russia West. Yeah, totally. Yeah, Diet Russia. Yeah, Diet Russia. We can't get past the the headline right now. Oh, this is good. This is who we are, people. (laughs) We can't help ourselves. We're crazy. The Russian wilderness is so expansive that a lost or injured hiker might never be found alive again. Well, dun, dun, yeah, dun. of course it's fucking cold. There's fucking wolves and bears. <laughs> yeah, and, shit. Like, yeah, and Russian people. Sense. Another considerable element of this enormous terrain, of course, is the deadly wildlife one can encounter. According to the sun, hey, the sun, hey, fuck yeah, one Russia such, never gets that. The, the best planet of all, <laughs> and a great source of news. According to the sun, one such victim was found half dead in a bear's den by hunting dogs. How does that make it preserved? That's the part that I, I'm really hung up here. It's really cold. Ooh, that's probably okay. it. Also, Absolutely, like he, he probably went to like a high. Uh, uh, so one would assume they're dead then, but anyway. Well, his heart's still beating, or his brain is still functioning. Yeah, you've heard right? those stories of like you know, like the um, what what's the thing that, that bears dude that drowned in the fucking ice? Yeah, yeah or that totally. or that dude who got buried in his car for like an entire month, and then his like heartbeat went to like one beat every minute. Sure, like, he he lived boom, off of Taco boom. Bell seasoning packets. I heard that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that is that's. Fucking fact. Yeah. Yes. So maybe this guy met a bear. Maybe I'm not here to judge how you met a bear. Fucked a bear. <laughs> right. Potentially. L- and then the bear was like, well, I'm going to hibernate. And he's like, what do you, what? No, but I love you. And he's like, the bear's, the bear's like, like, I'm going to give you the jam. And the bear's like, <laughs> well, you could hibernate with me. Yeah. Maybe that's what was going on. Okay. Yeah. Sounds nice, actually. Yeah. It had been a month since the man had been dragged by the ferocious bear into its hideout, 
known only as Alexander the man, had broken had a broken spine and was so badly oh, injured that he looked mummified. Can you imagine? Oof, there's a photo. The what, hunters what who just dis- let me get to the the paragraph. I would like to introduce this guy to the dude that choked out the baby mountain lion. Sure. And just go like, "Hey man, I'm gonna say don't I'm, be too proud of yourself here cuz, you know, mountain lion 20 pounder. This bear a little bigger. Uh, Way bigger. Know. Yeah. The hunters who discovered Alexander said it was a miracle that he survived at all. The photographs, though disturbing, indicate just how close to death he was. He later told doctors that he was overpowered by the bear, dragged to its den, and kept for later. Yeah, that's how that works. <laughs> sure. That's what I would do. Yeah. Quote, yeah, the bear preserved me as food for later, he said. I drink my own urine to survive. <laughs> cool part of the story. Thanks, Alexander. Wow. That's my dude. That's my dude, Alexander, right there. Jesus fucking Christ. He looks fucked up. He looks like he spent his entire life on Mount Everest. That's that's my guy. Have have you guys seen the movie Seven? You know there's a scene in there where this dude is like uh, sloth, I believe. Sure, sure, sure. The the sin from Seven. And they show up and they're, you know, Brad Pitt and... uh, Fuck that guy. And the other guy. He's kind of cool. They, uh, what the hell is his name? Anyway, they, they walk into this house and they're like, oh, there's a dead body here. And the dead body just pops up and starts breathing. Full freak. I mean, the guy's dead or whatever, but like his okay. body is still fighting to. That's exactly what that fucking looks like. He looks like that and guy. Anybody that knows that movie knows what I'm talking now about. They'll know. They'll know. That is okay. fucking scary. I'll have Jesus. to check it out. You should. You've never seen Seven? Never. God damn it, dude. Neither have I. Great movie. So we'll really? Both of you? All right. <laughs> you sons Let's of bitches. Get hung up. All right, moving on. <laughs> We're talking about bears. Sorry, sorry. S- fucking rushes. SB Sean. SB, dude. Alexander was SBS. lucky to have a group of hunters pass by the den in which he was dying. Even luckier was the fact that the hunters even bothered to check the lair at all. I wonder why, but felt compelled to because their dogs kept barking at its entrance. I'm going to go. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just walking by a cave and dogs are barking at it and like, mm, go look in there. Well, I'm going to go out on a limb here. Show them. I'm go. going to assume they're bear hunting. Oh, you think so? It's a bear's lair. Mm-hmm. Bears lair. So the bears do- are had bear been are, or are in there and are delicious. So you think you think the dogs. We're just like, no, forget the fucking guy, dude. Yeah. I'm barking about the bear. I'm barking about the scent of the bear, and which is running it's, rampant. It's right here. I'm smelling. Cave. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting a, uh, so oak. Yeah. I'm getting some scent of oak, yeah. some some raspberry. Smoky. raspberry. Also, Salmon. an yeah. overwhelming scent of bear. And, yes. and piss. Also, there's an old, there's a dying dude right there. I'm just going to throw it out there. Bear, <laughs> bears, the dying dude. Focus on the bear. I'm barking about the bear. Bears are commonly hunted by dogs. Dogs have one job. Yeah, smell. They don't have multiple jobs. Smell things. No, they have a job that You're has right. been taught to them. Taxes. Oh, They're yeah. your accountants. Taxes. Hunting oh, bear. Poop, poop on the floor while yep. I'm at work. Yeah, well, those are your dogs. But okay, so some other the... people's dogs hunt bear. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, huh. so not accountants. <laughs> so not accountants. Not not the not the okay. famous Just Minnesota saying, dogs have a job. accounting dogs. They have one job, and it's whatever job you taught them. They are keying off some bear. Oh. These guys are bear hunters. I get what you're saying. Dogs only possess the ability to have one job, and that one job could either be bear hunting or accounting. Could be ball. So it's my fault that my dogs poop on my floor? That's the job I taught them that? Yeah. You got leftover dogs. Just 
Yeah. It's not oh, your I fault. Do. They I are do. leftover dogs. <laughs> New terminology oh, for shelter dogs. That's a good way to put it. Leftover, <laughs> leftover dogs. Oh, oh, sh- oh, her? Oh, she's a leftover she's dog. She's a leftover yeah. dog. Um, no, um, she saved me. <laughs> I am not wrong, though, dude. Go ahead. When the hunters looked inside, they found what they believed was a human mummy at first. They quickly realized that the mummy, mummy was actually... Actually a daddy. <laughs> it's a cat yeah. mummy. Yeah. We cannot move past anything. Just read the article. I'm sorry. Sean was, and I are going to stay quiet for a two little bit. minutes. Two minutes. It was actually still alive. And of age, two, two. Dangerously close to death. Footage later captured in the hospital allegedly shows Alexander opening his eyes and confirming his name. Get the to fuck the out! <laughs> that is nightmare fuel. Are you kidding me? Two minutes. <laughs> Sorry. Two minutes. They're like, God, is he ever gonna wake up? And he just slowly looks at, opens his eyes, and stares at the nurse. Alexander. Alexander. No, he, ah! just, he just looks at him and goes, oh, "Hey." She, she fucking hits him. Ah! <laughs> She fucking whaps him over the head. What are you guys doing here? Yeah. All right. right, We got a minute and a half. Alexander has sustained severe injuries and rotting tissues from remaining immobile with open wounds for an extended period of time. Doctors were dumbfounded when, or dumbfounded, as to how Alexander managed to survive the attack at all, let alone going without care for so long. While the exact spot where he was found hasn't been made public, Alexander was discovered somewhere in the Tuva region's forest near the border of Mongolia. The hospital footage has medics speaking Russian to him rather than the local Tuvan language. According to Dr. Luis Gentle, who works in wildlife conservation at Nottingham, Trent University, as a senior lecturer, this incident is extremely uncommon. She said that a bear mauling somebody only to drag the victim into its den is a very rare thing to happen. Quote, it's amazing how this man survived, Dr. Gentle added. It's very rare for a bear to go near a human. Bears are actually more wary of us and therefore avoid us. It is possible that the man somehow antagonized the animal. Maybe the bear had cubs nearby <laughs> and was protecting them. It's a weird scenario. Uncle. And he was like, your kids, bad manners. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know, yeah, bears avoid us until they fucking eat us. Until okay? they don't. So this makes a lot of fucking sense, first of all. Also, I'd like to know where this guy's from. What is this guy's like lineage? Where like I mean he I think just, it's Yuvan or whatever. He, he got Yuvin. eaten alive. Tuvan. He got eaten alive, discarded for fucking later, and everybody's like, how the fuck did this guy do it? And I'm the same way. How the fuck did this guy do right. it? What like what is grandpa doing? What, a what did this guy's ass. grandpa fucking right? do? Yeah. You know, like <laughs> let's study this guy's we got genetics. A long lineage of fucking badass shit happening God, right damn. now. I don't know for sure, but I'm assuming. He's got good genes. Yeah, good genes. I'm yeah. just throwing it out there. This guy's a survivor. <laughs> just well, saying. I mean, technically speaking, yes. He survived. Yeah, he he is. This guy's family was in the middle of fucking World War II. And they fucking took some casualties, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm just fucking hanging out, yeah, kind of waiting to see how this goes." Yeah, we're good. Uh, yeah. Do you think? Can't feel my legs. So I, I assume we'll get there, but I wonder how you much assume. longer after this event he has survived. Like, 
So they got him in the oh, hospital, he, and he was still technically alive. Did he like, live through a it? A week later, he died. Well, blah, blah, let's blah. find out, huh? If I've learned anything about the Grocery Journal, and if I've learned anything about the Grocery Journal from Maryland, we will not know what this fucking guy did <laughs> ever. God damn it. <laughs> we will never know. Hey, Grocery Journal, the offbeat will never tell you the real shit news. <laughs> That's not us. God damn That's it. That's not what it says on our sticker. <laughs> to, to her point. Brown bears lead solitary lives when they're not mating or tending to their young. Yeah, they also eat their own babies. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, come on. Their hibernation period begins in December and lasts for around six months, making a June encounter fit this particular time frame. Can you imagine that? I'm interrupting again. Can you imagine that? You're only on the earth for six months at a time, and you just wreak fucking havoc the whole time you're <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, all you do hey, is eat half as much the time, as possible. We're wreaking havoc all the time. It sounds fucking <laughs> stressful because they're just like, I only have six months to get full. Yeah. I only have six months. I think so I have fuck shit up. I have friends like that. Yeah, they just kind of disappear throughout the winter. You know, I'm out skiing and I'm going, I haven't seen this. And then spring dude comes along and you look season. over and you're like, Dave, why are you catching a fish in, with your mouth? Yeah, yeah. And Dave's like, <laughs> and that's Fuck when you, we don't learned, look at me. That's when we learned that <laughs> Sean's friends he's referring to are other bears. Yeah, sure. <laughs> of course, this is all quite speculative. The bear could yeah, have yeah. been foraging for food for itself or its young when it encountered Alexander and decided to make a long term meal out of him. This guy crawled in there as some kind of kink. You know? Oh, yeah, he's just into bears. <laughs> yeah. I, it's so clear that that's where it's going. Yeah, yeah. We could just stop reading right now. It's so obvious. These reporters, they need to stop broadcasting how it's going to end because it's just so painfully obvious. <laughs> Eurasian brown bears, after all, are known for particular... Or or, I'm sorry. Eurasian brown bears, after all, are known for partially... Ki- to partially kill or bury their kills so as to return to them later. These bears are also said to hide their prey from competing scavengers and burying the prey allows it to decompose for easier consumption. Regardless of the specifics, it seems Alexander caught a tremendously lucky break. While his condition isn't entirely clear as of yet, he does seem to be alive. And that's more than most who get mauled by a brown bear can say. That's my most favorite part of this whole article. Is his condition is unknown. Yeah. So we rolled up on this dude. He's a fucking mummy that's half eaten. And we're like, yeah. We don't know. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see what happens. This guy's condition? We don't know. We don't know. Okay, so that's the end of the article. However, underneath here, there is an update. Apparently, the whole thing's fake. EA Daily editor Alexei Demon told The Independent that He'd received the footage of Alexander from only one source, which claimed it had received it from, quote, hunter friends via social media, unquote. The story quickly went viral due to its herring photos, which had been used in yet another fake news item in June. On June 19th, the quite literally unbelievable story of a living mummy here, too, named Alexander, was published on social media in numerous websites. Alexander came back from the dead, climbing out of a cemetery, his body riddled with afflictions. These were the very same photos used by the bear story below. Officials of the Tuva region where this supposed incident took place contacted Demon soon after the piece was published, alerting him that no such event had occurred, according to the Independent. However, the footage of the hospitalized man was quite convincing. Nonetheless, the tale of the man surviving one month in a bear's den 
only to be discovered by hunters and their dogs does appear to be fake. That is what you can expect at the Garage Tree Journal. We will not look into an article ahead of time. We will only read you the news only to discover right here on fucking air that it is horseshit and we will expose that. Then there is nothing wrong with that. We got your fucking back, Garage Tree Journal. We got your fucking back. So I've always described it as like more of a tuna can, you know? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, hold on. Keep going. No, no, I think you get it. That's good enough. Okay, Mixon, <laughs> we're going to go ahead. <laughs> Let's go ahead and uh, check in with you over there, Mixon, with the, wet, with the weather. Uh, yeah, thank you for that, guys. Uh, tropical depression heads for the southeast U.S. coast. TD3 will brush coastal areas from Florida to North Carolina with gusty winds what and about three scattered titties? storms. <laughs> <laughs> Tracking. Timing today's severe threat. Any storms that turn severe could produce damaging wind and gust. What a fucking... <laughs> hey, this just in. Any storm that gets dangerous will be dangerous. Pattern change coming. What it means for you. A weather pattern change will provide much needed heat relief to the central and eastern U.S. New three-month temperature outlook. What to expect for the rest of the summer. Oh, good. Last month confirmed as planet's hottest June on record. Oh. But here in Crested Butte, pretty fucking hot it was pretty hot it, it was almost 85 the other day <laughs> i mean couldn't handle it I, we shouldn't have to for for like an hour Sh- shut her down it was it was almost an hour of 85 degrees <laughs> i just don't know what to think well hot diggity dang guys we did it we did it four to five episodes i can't really necessarily remember potentially six of Maryland and the the mystery is still truly unsolved. I so think it's I, over. We're done. We're, we're well until we hear about Maryland again. She will pop up on the radar. The Potentially, next, I'll add her to our unsolved mysteries deal. Yeah. Would be a good Maybe. bit. A yeah. good bit. Hey, you got a got a great idea for unsolved mysteries, Maryland. Maryland. Oh yeah, because yeah. we cannot figure you out, girl. No. Okay. Uh, well, we also have a journalist of the week, Sean. Hey. Uh, Shout out to uh, Journalist of the Week, Darren Usinowitz. Looking at you, you you big redheaded goonball. Uh, (laughs) Fuck's that supposed to mean? (laughs) He's a big redheaded goonball. All right, okay. Cool. Well, thanks, Darren. Thanks for listening, Darren. Thanks for... Thanks for thanks, Darren. Thanks for tuning it sounds in. Sounds like one of those names where you're like Jerry or Daryl or right. Deborah or yeah. whatever. You, th- you think I'm faking it? Yeah. His middle name is actually Darren Usinowitz. It's Darren Darren Usinowitz Usinowitz. You shut up. <laughs> hey, like, you guys. Yeah, you want another cliffhanger? That, yeah. Okay. Well, this is coming to us from uh, first off, uh, longtime journalist of the week, longtime fan listener Nick Fopiano has sent this story to us. Never heard of it. Roughly around the same time we dove into Maryland, and this is going to be a multi-piece article, guys. Can't once again, fucking wait to find nothing out. Esquire.com. Simply put, it will be mysterious for you guys. The headline is the worst story I ever heard. Oh Jesus! So it's bad, and it's not about a guy. Spending a month in a cave being eaten by a bear slowly. Well, that was fake. Oh, right. I can give you the tagline. You want the tagline? Sure. Hit okay. Me. The Davises are like any other family, only instead of a son, 
they raised a chimpanzee. That does not sound like any other family I've like I've never okay. <laughs> never met another So they fam- so that that son of yours ate your face. Okay. Well that's that's Fine. what you can assume, Spo- but but also whatever you're into. The worst story I've ever heard could be they lived happily ever after. Sure. Super boring. Whatever Not interested. Worst story ever. Yeah. Well, regardless, guys, we're gonna dive into that next week. But before that, make sure you write to us at the Grudge Street Journal at gmail.com. Give us a like and a follow on Facebook and Instagram. Give us all your money or some of your money or a little bit of your money on Patreon.com. And finally, give us five stars when you're listening to us on iTunes or Google Play. If you find a part that makes you laugh, press, share, send that to other people. That will help us grow the show. Thank you very much. Thanks. This is where you say your name. Oh, wait. Hold on. You guys are listening to the Garage Street Journal. My name is Mixon. And I was Slang. I was Papa H. Thank you, guys. I love love you. you.